Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 74th podcast, Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Um, and today, I'm going to continue on with my trend of reading um, from my book. I'm almost done to the end, so I'll be getting back to my regular articles before too, too long. But today, it's I'm um, reading Chapter 24, My Environmental and Nature Postings. Um, to diversify my postings a little, I have written articles about nature and the environment. My background is in the sciences, after all. While the leaders of many of the developing nations and even many of the developed ones treat the world as their own private funhouse and dumping ground, a large portion of the world's population know that we have to do it a lot better. Unfortunately, many politicians are using the environment and the climate to push their distinctly and environmentally unfriendly agenda. What is true, while well, it is true, that our environment needs to be taken care of, it is also not a fragile commodity like most of these politicians let on. All you have to do is study the origins and history of our world to know that this is to be true. Our planet has suffered through growing pains that to, to shame, that put to shame anything that we have done to this planet and could possibly do, with the possible exception of a nuclear Armageddon. There have been five great extinction events, the Ordovician Silurian extinction, around 439 million years ago where 86% of life on Earth was wiped out. The late Devonian extinction estimates propose that around 75% of the species were lost around 364 million years ago. Permian-Triassic extinction, this mass extinction, which occurred 251 million years ago, is considered the worst in all history because over 96% of species were lost. Ancient coral species were completely lost. The great dying was caused by an enormous volcanic eruption that filled the air with carbon dioxide, which fed different kinds of bacteria that began emitting large amounts of methane. The earth warmed and the oceans became acidic. Life today descended from the 4% of surviving species. After this event, marine life developed a complexity not seen before, and snails, urchins, and crabs emerged as new species. Triassic-Jurassic extinction. The Triassic-Jurassic extinction happened between 199 million and 214 million years ago, and as another mass extinction, it is believed there were several phases of species loss. The blame has been placed on an asteroid impact. The Cretaceous and Paleogene extinction, perhaps the most well-known of the Big Five, at the end of the Cretaceous-Paleocene, brought on the extinction of dinosaurs. A combination of volcanic activity, asteroid impact, and climate change effectively ended 76% of life on Earth 65 million years ago. This extinction period allowed for the evolution of mammals on land and sharks in the sea. These extinctions are fact and are agreed upon by reputable scientists around the world. Mass extinctions are a fact of life in this planet. There is no question if another event will happen, but only when one will occur. Instead of wasting resources and time fighting each other, we should be united against a far more deadly foe, and that is the universe that we live in. It is known that at least one asteroid caused one of these extinctions. There most assuredly will be another one in our future. The question is, will we be ready to prevent it from happening, or will we suffer from another global extinction? I have often thought how I could be classified related to my interests. I'm not a historian, nor am I an environmentalist, nor a scientist or a photographer, per se. I guess the closest classification that fits me the best would be a cross-chain biologist or someone who studies life 
and humanist or someone who studies literature, the arts, history, and philosophy. Or maybe you could just call me a curious individual who enjoys learning new things. In this blog, I have tackled topics like natural selection and evolution, global warming, the creation of our planet, sharks, fracking, pollution, forest fires, and endangered species. As a dominant species and apex predator of this planet, it is our responsibility to manage our resources so that all can share in the bounty provided by or by our planet. There is no denying that we can destroy our natural environment or kill off species with little effort. That requires little skill and knowledge to do so and is no real challenge. The real challenge is to not only correct the messes we cause, but not to do the same stuff over and over again that it turns out is quite difficult, mainly because it takes thought and foresight, something we have seen to be in short supply of and have limited ability to act in a thoughtful manner. Global warming is probably the biggest lie in science today. We know that our climate has changed throughout the ages. We know this because of the ice sheets that have existed in Antarctica for millions of years. By drilling core samples of this ancient ice, we can tell a lot about things. A lot of things about the history of our climate. One of the highest times was during the Jurassic Age. Unless I'm sadly mistaken, dinosaurs lack both the intelligence and the manual dexterity to make machines or to pollute the atmosphere unless you count their ability to pass gas. Another very hot time was during the peak of Egyptian culture, another decidedly non-industrial period. So what caused these elevated temperatures? Unfortunately, we do not have the definitive answer as of yet. Politicians and liberals are using global warming and the Green New Deal as a hammer to drive home their crushing agendas. Another very harmful and decidedly short-sighted practice that we have engaged in in the last few decades is shark finning. We are killing millions of sharks a year just for their fins, for which is nothing but cartilage and which we could substitute with cartilage from a meatpacking plant. A very intelligent, knowledgeable individual named Jacques Ives Cousteau once said that if the shark disappeared from our planet, the oceans would die within a year or so. Once the oceans died, it would only be a matter of time before the rest of the planet followed soon behind. Since the advent of scuba diving, it has increasingly become more popular. Many Islands in the Pacific Ocean rely on the revenue from tourism and scuba diving. Shark dives have become increasingly popular and are very lucrative. As a matter of fact, there is more money to be made from these dives than could ever be made from the sale of shark fins, mainly because it is a self-sustaining industry. Besides, you can only kill a shark once, while you can watch sharks indefinitely. In the next section of this chapter, I will conclude some excerpts from some of my postings on this category. The first one is sharks, sharks everywhere, oh my. And this I very, very lengthy study on sharks in the world and how they came about and um, what we're doing to them with this, including the shark finning and um, and how Jaws affected it, the, the whole bit. Um, so after that, I did an article on global warming and other environmental issues and um, So, I, I covered a lot of different things about, you know, how money is, taxpayers' dollars are spent and all that, and, and the lie about global warming. <clears throat> and, let's see here, and fracking for fuel. Um, there's been so much press out there about how fracking um, is bad for the environment and how we're wasting water. But they didn't, and how it's possibly in, um, ruining the water table. 
Well, the wells are way below the water level, um, so water doesn't, um, so the chance of us causing any issues with the oil going up and leaking into the, um, the water table is minimal. Um, we recycle the water and just use it over and over and over again. We don't use fresh water every time, and we don't need to. Um, we just use the existing water that we've already recycled, we just keep on recycling it. So we're not really wasting it, any water that we, unless we discount the initial use of it. Um, and so it's, it's allowed us to um, get more and more natural gas out of the ground. And um, so now that gives us hundreds of years of natural gas, even with us um, selling it to other countries. Forest fires and other natural disasters and their effect on the environment. Um, you know, forest fires have a big issue. The um, There's a couple, it's a double-edged sword. Um, yes, when the fires are burnt, um, they produce CO2, okay? And also when the fire, uh, forest fires are devastated, they cannot absorb a CO2 either. But um, as a natural course of events, um, we do actually need to cycle through these forests and let them burn down um, so they can uh, remain healthy. Um, the, there, there is no denying that our climate is getting warmer and it's probably just a natural trend. I mean, we're having very little effect on it. But the, the beetle population is increasing and these um, forest fires, by putting them out and preventing the natural event, course of events, the beetle population is increasing, which is also devastating more and more healthy forests that would otherwise never have been hit. And because now these forests are dead, um, it's more tender for um, the fires. And so the fires are spread for longer, longer periods of time and do more damage than they probably would have done otherwise. So we need to just let, sometimes let things go, okay? Let nature take its course. Um, and who in their right mind um, allowed people to build all their houses in these natural forests? Yeah. Natural forests are a wild place, okay? There, yes, you can go and enjoy it, but you shouldn't be living in a national forest, period. Um, that's the place for animals. That's their home. Let them be. Let them enjoy their lives there. Um, there's plenty of other places for us to live besides a national forest. So um, that's one of the reasons why we have to let to stop the fires, because otherwise houses will be destroyed, which should have never been built there to begin with. Um, so that concludes um, this section about... Um, the environment. Um, like I said, I, there's fewer articles, but these articles are extremely lengthy and well thought out and researched and referenced. So um, I hope you enjoy them um, and find them informative. And um, as time progresses, I will continue to add more and more to them and update them um, as I get more information and more information becomes available. All right, you guys have a great day. We're getting closer to the end, I promise you.